This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, April 18th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how you doing? Uh, I'm awake, Dylan. Yes, so am I. We're here. We're recording. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're yeah, we did, we've got a scheduling issue, so we're recording early Sunday morning. Yeah, so uh, there's just not a problem recording a little bit in advance, but that means we have no idea what happens Sunday, and so yeah, the risk so is always that like yeah. all of the picks change, or like something bad happens, or something big, and then we look really foolish for not reporting on that or bringing that into consideration with our Sunday well, picks. Let's just you know we've given this disclaimer. So if somebody gets hit by a bus in the next 24 hours, don't pick yeah. them. Yes, if I recommend, you know, Matt Carpenter, then he gets hurt, I'm tired. But, uh, yeah, as usual, check your DFS lineups, and, and things will be fine. Or, or check your starting lineups, specifically. Um, yeah, so we're going to look at Monday. Monday is the weird uh, Patriots Day game. Uh, Boston and Toronto are playing at 8 a.m. Pacific time, 11 a.m. East Coast. Fantastic. Uh, probably not going to fit any of your DFS slates anywhere. So we get to ignore that. Jay Happ at Clay Buckle, so there'll be some runs, I would think. But, uh, I would imagine, yes. But yeah, we're going to look at the uh, seven games that are going on that evening, which should all fit nicely into their own little slate. Um, but seven games is, is a little bit tight. It's not terrible. There are definitely options. Uh, I found some stuff, but... Uh, you might have to get a little bit deep in a few places, um, a little bit off the path. Uh, a little bit. But yeah, let's go ahead and get started um, at Catcher. Uh, Matt, where are you looking at Catcher? For, okay, Catcher's for a rough day. Yeah, it's not great. All right, we, great. I'm going to start with Miguel Montero versus Mike Leake. It's, le- it's lefty on righty. Yes. So I, Mike Leake is, you know, he isn't, he's not going to... Like, you know, strike out 47 batters and... No, he's fine. He's, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's going to give up hits, he's going to give up runs. It's, it's Yeah. I, um, I think it's a perfectly boring pick. Yeah, I like that. He also doesn't have extreme splits because yeah. he's so boring. Um, I feel like you can go with Cubs just about anywhere. Uh, and, and I do think Miguel Montero's maybe the obvious uh, catcher pick, which is representative of how tough catcher is. Um, on this day. So, yeah, I like that. Um, I think because the slate's so small, you kind of have to try to not do the obvious ones. Again, it depends on what kind of format you're playing. I've got one that isn't obvious. Okay. Yeah. So, I like Montero, um, but, you know, you could take that strategy into consideration. Who else are you thinking? Well, you see, Nick Hundley got hit in the head. Yes. So, he's on the DL with, I believe, a seven-day concussion DL. Yeah. So I'm going to roll out Tony Walters against Alfredo Simone. Would you believe me if I told you I literally have that written down also? Yes, I would believe you because it kind of makes sense given the stuff. Yeah. And... Uh, Tony Walters is not good. I, I will... uh, he's a backup catcher. What are you <laughs> No, I understand. No, I wrote it down. I'm telling you I wrote it down. We're going to test that theory of it's worth having anybody with a pulse in the Rockies lineup. I'd feel a lot better about it if we're in Colorado. Yes, I would too, but... Yeah, but Cincinnati's not bad. Alfredo Simone is bad uh, in that Reds bullpen. And so, 
uh, it's it's that theory of yeah, wanting just somebody in the Rockies lineup, and also it's going to be not obvious. Even though yeah, we both wrote it down. I don't think many people get him. You got to check the lineup and make sure he plays too. Um, but that's probably who they go with. Doesn't have a lot of power. He actually has a little bit of speed that he showed in the minor leagues. Uh, I wouldn't like count on any stolen bases or anything, but it's possible, which you don't get from any catchers. He's also like a utility infielder. He's not primarily a catcher all the time. So, um, but yeah, I, I don't think many people will have Tony Walters. I think he'll play, and I think the Rockies will score runs. So, if you want to spend probably nothing and fill that spot with a guy who will get you net points. Anything he scores, nobody else is getting in your in your contest. So, yeah. Uh, I'm with you on Tony Walters with very, very tempered expectations, but I don't think that's a bad way to go, because the only other name I have at catcher is Jonathan Lucroy, and he okay. gets Phil Hughes, and that's fine. There's nothing special about that. Lucroy right? is ready or lefty? Uh, Lucroy is righty, okay. but he hits righties just fine. And, and believe it or not, uh, Hughes doesn't. Uh, Hughes isn't very good against right-handed pitching. I think over the last yeah. two, he has like a seven nine two OPS against. Yeah, he's he doesn't have crazy splits. Um, some control metrics differences. Um, the K K to BB, but the results are whatever. He you can use righties against uh. Against Phil Hughes, yes, and absolutely. so I wrote down a fair number of Brewers today too. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, is there anybody else at catcher that you'd even look at? I would keep an eye on the Giants situation just because it's currently TBD because Ruby De La Rosa had to pitch in the 14th inning. Yes, yes. I yeah, I had all my stuff planned out like for taking advantage of Ruby De La Rosa, and then he had to come into the marathon on Saturday night, and now he might pitch on Monday. Because he only pitched an inning, but uh, otherwise it might be someone else, and I don't think that somebody else would be that good. So, um, yeah, it, do the Giants have any good catchers that you know of that might be able to be picked for DFS? They have the Buster Buster Posey character. They also have that the immortal Trevor Brown. The immortal Trevor Brown. Yeah. Um, so if I mean, I don't know that I'd pick Posey against. De La Rosa. I mean, you can. You can always pick Buster Posey. But if they bring up some guy from AAA you've never heard of, like, go go nuts with, with Buster Posey. It'll be fine. All right. Um, let's move on to first base. First base, there are actually options. Yeah, I have bunch. five, believe it or not. Yeah, I, I had plenty. Um, what are you thinking there at first base? Well, we'll start with the you know, you know the Rockies and, and the Reds. Okay. It's going to be a popular. You know, you got Joey Votto versus Jordan Lyles, and you've got Ben Paulson versus Alfredo Simon. Yeah, Ben Paulson uh, might be in the outfield a little bit. Uh, DFS, he qualifies at first base as well. Yeah, they'll probably sell him at first base. Keep an eye out. Uh, I like him at both. I like him wherever, but I think he's been playing that. But um, but yeah, no, I definitely had him written down. I think he'd be fine. I think, yeah, I'm not worried about Alfredo Simone and Ben Paulson's fine. So, yeah, I had both those guys. I agree. Uh, what else were you looking at? Uh, I was looking at Justin Bohr versus Tanner Roark. Yes. Uh, uh, Roark doesn't do very well against lefties. No, he does not. That is his problem. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, I like that for sure. You can pick on him. Mm-hmm. And you can also pick on Mike Leake with Anthony with uh, Anthony Rizzo. Yeah. Uh, he. Uh, what's your phrase? Obvious pick is obvious? Yes, it is. And I don't think that's a slight at all. I think it's it's an encouraging thing. Where you're like, yep, I think Cubs will do just fine. 
So, yeah, I have Rizzo. Um, do you like, uh, well, there's your boy Brandon Belt, of course. Um, I guess I liked him. Decided, so I couldn't pick Brandon Belt. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who they're going to bring up that all of a sudden makes me real worried. Maybe if it's a lefty, but it would have to be, even if it's a bad lefty, I'd be like, Brandon Belt would be fine. So, um, keep an eye on what that matchup ends up being. How about, uh, Albert Pujols getting your guy, Carlos Rodon? Which you pick I, I, I should get away from Carlos Rodon because I don't know if you know this, but over his last ten starts, like going back to 2015, he's been fantastic. Yeah, he's clicking. You, yeah, you, it, it's some ridiculous statistic where I, I, I wish I, I, I should have written it down when I when I heard it, but he's he's, he's just been he amazing did. over like his last ten starts. Apparently, he's like trying to figure it out. Yeah, I and believe he, that he has the potential to do it too. What's that? He looks like a like noticeably skinnier than he did last year. He definitely is young enough and has the potential to get it straightened out. That would not shock me. So, um, I'm fine with staying away from him, especially at first base where you just plain have other options. So, don't need to reach for Pujols at all. Um, how about uh, also your boy Jose Abreu getting Hector Santiago? Hector Santiago going back to the White Sox to take them on, and Abreu hits. Lefties. Abreu hits everybody. Actually, um, he really doesn't hit lefties. I hate to tell you. Okay. You, you think... I mean, are you worried about him against Hector Santiago, though? Not really, but... I. Yeah. He, he's he's a righty who hits righties much better than he hits lefties. Sure. Like, and, and, much, much and, better. Okay. And then at first base, there's just other places to go. See, yeah, I, I don't like to try to dig that deep at first base, just because you don't have to. Okay. You know? Um, so if that's a concern at all, I, I'm fine with, with moving on. Um, last name I had, uh, Chris Carter, who does like the lefties, but doesn't have a weakness against righties or anything. He can get Phil Hughes, and like we said, Phil Hughes doesn't exactly shut down righties. Um, I like Chris Carter more than you do, but I like him in the deeper formats just for the potential to, you know, blow up and hit some bombs, but okay. you okay with that pick? I'm okay with it. Yeah. Uh, anybody else for you at first base? Yeah, I kind of feel like we should, we should mention Lucas Duda versus Jared Eikhoff. Sure. That's going to be a fun matchup. It's Noah Syndergaard at Jared Eikhoff. And... I, I, I'm kind of starting to think Eikhoff might, you know, we might have, you know, be a bit out over our skis as far as the Eikhoff love. Don't get me, me wrong, he's, he's had a fantastic start, but mm -hmm. I don't think he's quite this good. No. No, uh, I talked about that on Friday with uh, Brad and Scott, just that the Phillies just had like an awesome series against the Padres and the yeah. rotation looked awesome. Yeah. And I'm like, look, the, the Phillies rotation has upside. They're not like a scrubby rotation like a lot of people thought. There's some interesting pitchers, but it's the Padres. Yes. So pump the brakes a little bit. I still like Eikhoff and I don't know. We'll talk to him when we get about him. Uh, not talk to him. That would be a much more exciting podcast. We'll talk about him uh, when we get the pictures. But I agree that Lucas Duda would not be a terrible pick there. He'd be fine. It's in Philadelphia. I like Lucas Duda. So, yeah. Um, anybody else before we get to second base? At first base, you mean? Anybody else before we get to second base? Uh, so. No, that, that covered my list. Okay. Uh, so, to second base. Um... I started with DJ LeMahieu getting uh, Alfredo Simone. Again, I'm fine with the Rocky stack. He, he hits right. Yeah, 
he he'd be fine. Lemayhu can hit righties. I, I don't think that's that's a problem for him. Actually, he's think... like platoon. He's like platoon neutral, believe it or not. Yeah, he he'll be fine. I mean, he's not um, great versus the other side, but he's essentially platoon neutral. Yeah, if you want a body in that lineup, um, I also have uh, D Gordon Gantana Roark again, just the lefty taking advantage of him would do just fine. Uh, I think they'd be okay. Uh, I'm sure you're fine with that. Um, Colton Wong, it's John Lackey. John Lackey is not super easy to pick on, but I, I think he'd be fine if you want some uh, left-handed Cardinals. He does have a bit of a split, and so I, I like the uh, the advantage there. Um, I have Ben Zobris against Mike Leake. I like Ben Zobris against lefties a little bit more, but Ben Zobris would be fine if you want to get guys in that stack against Mike Leake. He's... I'm sad that Ben Zobris has gotten so boring, but he doesn't do a ton for me. But he'd, he'd be okay. That's and then, uh, I am. yeah, yeah, he's and a little bit of power and a little bit of speed, not that much though. Um, but uh, the other one I have is Joe Panic getting whoever. Like I had it against Ruby, would have been nice. <laughs> Again, keep an eye, keep an eye on that. It'll be fine. Again, unless it's like suddenly a really tough lefty out of nowhere, which I don't think it will be. Joe Fanick will do fine against whoever uh, Arizona trots out out there. So, uh, five options, none of which are that exciting for me. Um, D. Gordon is probably the best, probably the most expensive. But, um, yeah, who else are you thinking at second base? Do you have anybody I did not list? I did. I had two names you did not list. Okay. Well, what are you thinking? Uh, Brett Laurie versus, Jose, uh, versus Hector Santiago. I thought about it. He's. Are you in any way excited about Brett Laurie? He hit his first home run yesterday. He did do that. He had yeah, a home run. Uh, White Sox uniform, I should say. It was yes. It's, it's righty on lefty, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, Lowry has had some success against left-handed, bat, against left-handed arms. I, I think it's a bit of an off-the-radar pick, but I, 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 I can see it working out. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it would feel right. I, I don't hate it at all. You know, it just, it's just hard to be excited about him. Sure. But it's it's second base. It, there's there's no wrong answer at second base. I don't like true either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and who else did you have? Hurts and Neil Walker. Neil Walker versus Ica. Yeah, that would be fine too. Again, if you're, I could see the Mets doing fine against them for sure. Um, all right. Uh, third base. Who do you have at third base? What do you think in there? I'm starting with Todd Frazier versus Santiago. Continuing with the the new White Sox versus lefties. Yes, uh, I like that for sure. I had that. He does like to hit lefties and, you know, power and some speed there. Um, hey, so Next up, I had Nolan Arenado versus Alfredo Simon. Ready on righty, but again, we've stated this, that's where we want Arenado. Yep, he'll be just fine. Wish it were in Coors Field. Don't think it'll matter too bad that it's not, uh, at no. least for exactly. someone. At least not for someone really good like Nolan Arenado. He'll be fine there. And again, uh, assuming Matt Carpenter doesn't get hit by a bus, as we stated in the open, I like mm-hmm. him against John Lackey. Yes, yes. Uh, he'll be fine anytime he gets a righty. And John Lackey's okay. He, he's he's not somebody I'm looking to exploit, but he's also not somebody I have to avoid at all. He would be okay. And finally, if you're looking for a cheaper option, I tossed Jake Lamb in there against Jake Peavy. Yes. So yeah. Jake on Jake, lefty on righty action. Yeah, uh, I'm fine with that. Yeah, Jake on Jake. Uh, I had that written down. Those are four of the five I had. The only other name I had is Chris Bryant getting Mike Leak because Mike Leak doesn't have crazy splits and Bryant can hit righties just fine. So um, it's 
it's not exciting, but again, that uh, that Cub stack will be just fine against uh, against Mike Leak. <sighs> Mike Leak just puts me to sleep. I feel like <laughs> like yeah, it's Mike Leak. Everybody was <laughs> so you to sleep, dude. <laughs> right. Everybody was so surprised about that uh, that signing for him, and they paid a fair amount of money for him, and he's dependable. But just when it comes to DFS, like those guys are kind of like, ugh, okay, whatever. And it's John Lackey against Mike Leake also, and John Lackey's not quite that pitcher now in his career, but also seems about that boring. So, I don't know. Um, but yeah, those are five options at third base. I think there's plenty to pick from. There's, you know, really expensive like Arenado, and then a little cheaper like Jake Lamb. But in, in a game, in a day with seven games in DFS, having five options is pretty good. Um, how about shortstop? Shortstop, I have four. And it's, it's a little thin, but again, there's only seven games. Um, did you find many options at shortstop? I too wrote down four, and I guarantee you don't. You don't. We we have at least three options that are different. Okay. Um, I started with Trevor Story getting Alfredo Simone. Uh, pre- yeah, predictably he's cooled off a lot. You don't so, say. Yeah. Uh, he just strikes out a ton. He's gonna be a guy that maybe doesn't reach base a lot. I think the power is relatively legitimate. Um, I don't know that he's going to hit 40 home runs, but like in Coors Field, he could hit a lot of home runs, but he might not hold that good of an average. And he's going to go through his hot streaks as people figure out, especially what he likes and as he adjusts. So um, that said, if you want to pick him against Alfredo Simone in Cincinnati, I don't think that he's going to, you know, put up the golden sombrero. I think he would be pretty okay. So um, yeah, I have that. I have Addison Russell getting Mike Leake. Um, that's righty on righty, but again, Mike Leake doesn't exactly kill fellow riders. He has relatively even splits. So if you're an Addison Russell believer, he'd be a fine option. I have my boy Jonathan VR getting Phil Hughes. Uh, VR's a switch hitter, shows some speed. Uh, he'd be fine. I, I like him more than most people, but I think he's a fine option to get in there. And I could see the Brewers scoring runs against uh, Phil Hughes and the Twins. So go nuts there if you want. And then my last one was... Uh, Brandon Crawford getting whoever Arizona has out there. If it's Ruby De La Rosa, great. If it's somebody not great from San Diego, then I'm fine with that too. So, Arizona, but close. Yeah. Yep. Um, who do you have? You, did you live up to your guarantee that we don't have the same? Yes. It, it, I, 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 just, just based on how you know, you know, we've been doing this for a few years now, and I think we we know each other's tendencies pretty well. Yeah. I, yeah. I, we both had Jonathan VR, the righty on righty, with. Against Phil Hughes, it's kind of what you're... a switch hitter actually. He's oh, a switch hitter, so yeah. He throws right-handed. Yes, yes, he does. When he plays the field at shortstop, he throws right-handed. Uh, but yeah, um, he'll be fine. Uh, he he doesn't have crazy splits, and there does Phil Hughes. So yeah, uh, who'd you have though at shortstop? Okay. I'm starting. Uh, I'm gonna go off the radar. I'm thinking Tyler Saladino gets in there against Hector Santiago. And you just love his bat so much more than his glove, or he just hits right <laughs> or lefty as well? Well, he's a switch hitter, but he'll probably be batting left-handed is my guess. Or he'll be batting right-handed is my guess. Sure. Santiago, so. Is he good against lefties? Is that his deal? I, he's been confident against lefties. I wouldn't say great. but Yeah. And for some reason, he's like the one guy that Robin has forgotten is on the roster, like, JB Shockey manages to remember every few days, but Tyler is, you know, hasn't played very much behind Jimmy Rollins. 
No. Well, why would you use him when you have Jimmy Rollins? <laughs> Clearly, that that position in the card is just locked in. Uh, it's for 150 it's games every day. The guy used yeah. to a minor league contract in yeah late February. Yeah. So, um, so, are you as a White Sox fan? Are you excited about Saladino? Like, do you wish he had the starting job? I kind of do wish he had the starting job. Yes, because I honestly think he's a bit better player at this point than than Rollins. Yeah. Uh, I understand being down in Rollins, and Saladino has a glove, you know, and that's, you know, consistent. He does own a glove, correct. He does own a glove, and I'm not I... positive you can say that about Jimmy Rollins, but you probably can. Um, anyway, yeah, he gets a lefty in Hector Santiago, and Jimmy the Angels bullpen is He hasn't been in, interested in moving this season. What's that? The thing with Jimmy Rollins is he hasn't appeared, he hasn't appeared interested oh. in moving this season. Uh, yeah. If it's not hit, like, you know, within, like, a, a three-foot radius around him, he's probably not going to get to it. Yeah, that'll happen. Um, okay, so Saladino is indeed off the radar, but, again, with a seven-game slate, it's good to not have the same ones everybody else has. Uh, who should else Robin, do you like? Yeah, so should Robin Ventura, you know, remember that Saladino is, in fact, on the roster and he sneaks in against the lefty? I kind of like Saladino in that next Sure. He won't cost anything. No, he sure. will not, because he hasn't played in weeks. Yeah. yeah. Next up, uh, Eduardo Escobar versus Chase Anderson, lefty and righty. You're picking against our boy. I am. You love Eduardo. That's fine. <laughs> I, I, he's, he's now your boy also. He's right-handed, against right-handed pitching, and, and the Twins have faced a lot of righties, so he's going to get the mention. Yep. No, I like that. I like that just fine. And last one, uh, Asdrubal versus Jared Eikhoff. Yeah, I mean... Man, talk about him. Is he is he the hitter equivalent of Mike Leake? Just about it. <laughs> like, he's a body, and I think they can score in Philadelphia, so it's fine. I'm definitely not, you know, like, hating on it at all. Just like, oh man, this is not inspiring. But he'd be fine. Yeah, I, I think that's good. If you want a Mets stick, best against right-handed pitching. So yeah, if you want a Mets stack in Philadelphia, I think they'd be fine. All right. Uh, so in the outfield. What are you thinking? You got any more Mets? No, I don't. No, you don't want any of the Mets outfielders? I mean, Suspedis is... Yeah, I guess you could do that. If you're going to do the Mets, you might as well do the outfield, I guess. That makes a lot more yeah, sense. Yeah, uh, you can pick Granderson and Conforto, and yes, yeah, Suspedis is hot right now. Mm-hmm. And if you want to pick on Eikhoff, again, it's you don't even have to hate Jared Eikhoff, and we don't. We like him. Yeah. But um, that bullpen is just so bad. Like, that can turn into runs. Wait, wait, wait. You're not sold on closers, Yanmar Gomez? No. And, well, it's not even Yanmar Gomez as much as that's the best guy. Like, if that's the best guy, there's <laughs> six guys after that that maybe it's going to snowball. So, um, yeah. Uh, go ahead and, and pick against the Phillies. I'm fine with that. Um, I have all the Rockies outfielders getting Simone. I imagine you do, too. Yeah, I also have all the Reds outfielders versus Jordan Lyles. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. all the really exciting Reds outfielders like Scott Shebler. He's a lefty. Yeah, he'd do okay. It's kind of a question mark, but he'd do okay. Hitter and Jay Bruce lefty. Yeah, I'm getting you getting back on the the Bruce wagon a little bit. He's been hot against Jordan Lyles. Yes. Yes. Um. The thing is, he's getting farther and farther away from that, like, knee injury, and his career took a pretty big turn after that knee injury. You know, he went from being pretty solid to being pretty whatever. And so if you believe that that was part of it, and that maybe he's getting healthy again, it's not like he's old. 
you know, he, he could be fine. And he's starting the year well. And so would not shock me if he did well against Lyles or, again, talk about a not-great bullpen, you know, the Rockies. Uh, so, yeah, like Bruce. And then you can always pick Billy Hamilton if you want. He's not that inspiring, but there are points to be had there. So, uh, yeah, I like that fine. Um, did you have Christian Yelich getting Tanner Roark? I did. I also had yeah. uh, Derek Dietrich versus Roark. Yeah, if he can ever get in the lineup. But yeah. Yeah, if he does, uh, that's another one that you'd be like, oh, okay, sure. He's a lefty, he has some pop. Uh, he doesn't get used, but if he does, I like that too. It's just hard to break that outfield, apparently. Should be used in the infield, but yeah. Um, how about... Uh, Let's see. How about Cubs outfielders? Speaking of red hot, Dexter Fowler has been absolutely nuts to start the season, and I think he would do just fine against Mike Leake. Sure, and then Hayward. Yeah, I have Hayward too. Hayward's been just fine. If you think there's gonna be runs scored there, which there very much could be, um, I like that. I, I Fowler is just yeah, he's been nuts. He's a switch hitter. It'd be okay. Um, how about your boy Avisel Garcia? No. Getting Hector Santiago. Never. Never. You would you would think about Tyler Saladino if he gets in the lineup, but you're like, nope, still no on Avisail. He's like aggressively mediocre. It's Yeah, he is, but he's a little less mediocre against lefties. A little less aggressive. A little more passively mediocre, for better or worse. Yeah, I wouldn't have a ton of confidence there either, but if there is a day where you like Garcia, it's against a lefty. I suppose. It's like I, I, th- I honestly think he wants to fail when he goes up the bat. I don't believe that's true. I don't. But I <laughs> can see why it might seem that way. But I don't I, believe that's I've true. I've seen so many bad at bats from him that I, I, I'm honestly convinced he wants to fail when he goes up the bat. Okay. All right. Well, I, I'm not. I have, a, I have more confidence in him than you do, but not a ton. Um, he's not exciting. How about uh this guy for the Cardinals, Jeremy Hazelbaker, who like. Made the roster and is left-handed, and they keep hitting, and they keep trotting him out there, and they even bat him up in the lineup. Um, do you like him against John Lackey? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. See, I feel like outfield is also like uh, it's kind of like first base, where you're like you can get sneaky, but if you want to get sneaky, I want somebody I'm excited about. You know, like somebody interesting. Uh, and Hazel Baker's not really it. You know, you can find options in the outfield you like, and so. I'm not trying to reach too hard in the outfield, but figure I mentioned him, he could do okay. Um, Ryan Braun gets Phil Hughes. He'd be fine. He he does a little bit better against lefties, but I don't think he'd be, you know, bad against Phil Hughes at all. He's going to no, do okay. He's a fine pick against Phil Hughes. Yeah. Um, Denard Spann gets somebody from Arizona. Uh, hopefully Ruby De La Rosa could hit him well, but if it's somebody else, I think he'd be fine. Giants are going to score runs, and Denard Spann could easily be a big part of that. Um, I had Peralta. David Peralta yeah. getting Jake Peavy, and then also Socrates Brito. Are you sold on Socrates Brito at all, other than he has an 80-grade name? I'm more sold on him than I am on Avisil Garcia. Yeah, there you go. That is a ringing endorsement from you, if that's the case. Um, yeah, I, I think if you want to pick against Peavy, that's fine. He's not going to be that popular. Other than people scrolling through and going, oh my goodness, what a name, and picking him. But uh, he has some talent. I think he's he's intriguing. So make sure he's in the lineup. That Arizona lineup's kind of a mess and all over the place. But if he gets it, I think he'd be fine. And then uh, my last name, 
is Mike Trout getting Carlos Rodon. <laughs> even though Carlos Rodon's been better. But he likes to hit lefties and will draw walks and it'd be fine. It's a Mike Trout day if you want him. I think it'd be okay. It is in fact a Mike Trout. You, you might, you know, you could have you know, started with him if you wanted to. Could have the the most expensive player over the top. Um, who else are you thinking uh, in the outfield that I did not right write now, down? Every option I, I I had on the short slate. Okay, well, there's plenty. You can start with you know, uh, Reds and Rockies, and then uh, some Cubs, and there's places to go. Yeah. I like Christian Yelich getting Roark. I think that one's uh, not in a stack, but will be just fine over there. Um, okay, and then on the pitching side, so we started with Syndergaard against Eikhoff. Uh I like. I think everybody's gonna go with Syndergaard as they should because he's amazing. But if you need to get off the beaten path a little bit, which in DFS you kind of do, um, would you consider Eikhoff as a fade? I know no. you said we need to like, and I said we need to not love him so much. Um, but the Mets have been kind of cold, other than Yoenis Cespedes, and they have the potential to blow him up. But I could see if everybody goes Syndergaard and Eikhoff somehow wins like two one. Like there's a bunch of points there for you. So. If you're Actually, doing GPP would, or something. I, I realize everybody's going to be picking Syndergaard, and I think I would too. Yeah. I don't think that's a terrible pick either. I think the, the fade is Eikhoff, but Syndergaard's going to put up a lot of points. I, not against, no, no. It's, it's too many lefties. I don't like it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I'm interested, but it's not a confidence pick. It's more of a an upside pick. Um, and yeah, everybody's going to have Syndergaard, and if you can afford it and get it in there, go nuts, because it's going to be points on points on points be a lot of strikeouts um how about jose fernandez getting the nationals why not right I, other than bryce harper but you know honestly that's a if, if you're if, ever, if, you, if you honestly think everybody's gonna spend on center guard that might be a bit better fade yeah well it's not yeah i, I think he'll, he'll still be pretty popular uh and, and probably still pretty expensive but there's a, a good start in Jose Fernandez just about every time he goes out there. Not to mention a bunch of strikeouts. So I like him just fine. Um, would you consider Jake Peavy getting Arizona? I know that he's not exactly exciting. Probably but not. <laughs> no? Okay. I'm trying to look a little bit deeper. Um, how about Hector Santiago getting your White Sox? I know we picked some righties that can I, hit him. But... I like, like the other side of that a lot better than I like the Santiago side. He, like, wrote on against the Angels. Much I like that, too. Yeah, if you believe that he has clicked in, of which there are many reasons to believe so, he's, he's figuring it out. There's strikeouts to be had there. He might walk plenty of people, but he's been able to use his walks effectively. Effectively wild being the phrase that he can actually, you know, keep runs off the board okay. I like Rodon. That's a fine pick. The Angels are also bad, so go nuts. Um, and then, of course, our boy, Chase Anderson, gets the Twins. I like him not even just trying to be clever. I think that's just a good matchup for him. I think the Twins are not going to hit righties this year. I would agree. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think there's definitely have options against lefties, but uh, they're going to whiff, and they're not going to score a ton of runs. So uh, I like Chase Anderson, not just because we're obligated to like Chase Anderson. This is, like, actually a top uh, matchup for him. It would be a top three or four, you know, place you'd want him to pitch and team you'd want him to get. So, um, yeah. Do you have any uh, pitching options I didn't list? No, I think we, we ran them pretty well. Um, yeah. It's Syndergaard or Fernandez if you want to spend high, and then it's 
someone like Rodon or Chase Anderson in the middle, and then Eikhoff if you want to get really cute. You know, if you know. you're looking to save, I would, I would even suggest Rodon versus Anderson and be, and be fine with it. Yeah, Rodon and Anderson is right in the middle, and I think there's upside for both of them. Yeah. That, that's about what I would do, too. And if I'm feeling, again, if I'm feeling clever, I might do Anderson and Eikhoff, but that Eikhoff one is is shooting for something big. Um, and then, yeah, and then we gotta make pitching picks for our contest. Uh, a bunch of people are eligible today. Um, you could take Hap or Buckholes. I don't know why you would. Uh, but I like this. Buckholes is 45% owned. Uh, our boy Jared Eikhoff, 48% owned. Looking good. Uh, about to... This start might bring him back down for us. Keep keep him under the line, uh, depending on how he does. But again, if if you or I are feeling real clever, uh, he's eligible. But I gotta go Chase Anderson. I think I gotta take Chase Anderson. Yeah, uh, Tanner Roark's fine. Phil Hughes is fine. San Diego's fine. But yeah, for, yeah. for our contest, Chase is the obvious pick here. I'm going with him too. Yeah, the matchup's just too good. I would like Chase Anderson at Minnesota. I would like Chase Anderson get in San Diego. And then it's what is it? Philadelphia is it? Cincinnati? Yeah. Like, it, there's not a lot of other places where I'd be like, oh yeah, go for it. And Minnesota's looking like that American League team, at least at the start. They could turn things around. There's talent on that roster, but right now you're like, they're not hitting righties at all. Uh, and I could see it going that way for the year. So Chase Anderson gets a big thumbs up from us. Usually it's one big thumbs up. I think it's two mm. for Monday. Agreed. Uh, especially good uh, on this day. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, that'll about do it for us this morning. Uh, for Monday. Uh, Matt, you got anything else? No, I think I think we we covered all our bases. I think we're good to go. Yeah. This is us hopefully trying oh, wait, to. No, I, I, yeah. No, I do have one thing. Um, what's was, up? Before the, before the show, you you revealed that you don't drink coffee. Yeah. So I'm not a coffee what, person. What, what do you what do you do in the morning? Um, bagels, I suppose. You use bagels uh, to wake up. No, I'm. The answer how I wake up is just that I'm a terrible morning person, and I often don't. Yeah, Um, but uh, I'm just not really a caffeine person. Okay, it's just it's never really affected me much. Uh, And yeah, coffee tastes like dirt, is what I told you, and you told me to put other things in it to make it not taste cream, loaf, sugar, and you're good to go. Put other things in it to make it not taste like coffee. And I'm like, yeah, I suppose you can do that, yeah. Um, I mean, you put mustard no, on sandwiches, don't you? Not mustard specifically, but yes, I understand. Uh, sure, I, I don't... It's just, again, caffeine doesn't really... Has never really had a big effect on me. And so, yes, I'm also a terrible morning person. Uh, but yeah, no coffee for me, really. I, 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 I'm sure everyone listening to the show would be shocked to hear that you're a terrible morning person. Our morning recording. All last year I recorded with Brad in the in the mornings, uh, but you and I have been recording in the evenings for the most part, and I think it helps a little bit. Yeah, but, uh, it definitely does. Yeah. Uh, well, we're, we're committed to doing a, a show Monday through Friday uh, every day, and sometimes we got to juggle our schedule a little bit. Yeah. But this episode will be out uh, for Monday morning. And hope it's helpful for you guys in this small slate. I think it's an interesting DFS day. I kind of like this uh, seven-game slate. Th- this is much better than the rotten Thursday slates that we've been getting with the split. With the, yeah, you know, the split in half. And, and late games. So. Yeah, and some of those ones with like 14, 15 games are just kind of overwhelming. Uh, yeah, it's just... nice, a, a nice little slate. I, I, I'm kind of excited to, to make some of these plays. 
Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that's us for Monday. Um, Matt and I will actually be back on Wednesday. Uh, I'm going to be recording with uh, Brad on Tuesday. Um, again, kind of juggling our, our schedule a little bit this week, but there will be a show every day, Monday to Friday. We will deliver in one form or another. But, uh, but yeah, um, Matt, I'll talk to you on Wednesday. Matt's on Twitter at Matt D underscore DFS. And I am on Twitter at Higgins FOS. Uh, love to hear from you. Still getting uh, good feedback and, and we appreciate that you guys, uh, let us know that you like the show. So. Uh, Matt, you got anything else before we get on out of here? No, I think we should just get out of here. Cool. We're, we're, we're out of here. Uh, we'll talk to you guys on Tuesday. Uh, good luck with your slates, and hopefully nobody gets hit by a bus on Sunday. Oh. That would make us look really bad. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, we'll talk to you guys then. Have a good one. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs. <laughs>